Direct from Montreal, Canada, this is Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. Welcome to this episode of Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. Joining me on the phone from European band Gothard. It is a guitar hero, Leo Leone. Gothard is uh, one of those bands that just for some reason North America has failed to embrace, but I am here to tell you you should embrace it. And of course, if you're listening to me in uh, Europe or other territories, you probably know what I'm talking about. Now, uh, the band years ago uh, were forced to make a singer change because the uh, great Steve Lee passed away tragically in an accident. And they brought in Nick Mader. Now, they have made six albums with Nick, four studio, two live, and their new album, number 13 or hashtag 13 or pound 13, depending on how old you are, uh, comes out here in March, and it is phenomenal. People always say to me when when they want to discover uh, Gothard, what do you listen to? I always say, go listen to Lip Service from the early 2000s. It's the masterpiece. It's got Steve Lee singing, and it's just, it's glorious, for the lack of a better word. And now, with 13 and Nick, they have finally made the Nick masterpiece. This this album is so good. You know, the, the last album, which was called uh, Silver, um, respectfully, uh, was hit and miss. Uh, but this one, wow. I mean, they really, really, really stepped up their game. So uh, we'll get over to Leo in a second, but I will remind folks, if you are listening to me in March, you have a chance to win custom-made guitar picks from Omega Picks. It is uh, the uh, same company that is making picks for uh, members of Foreigner, members of Alice Cooper's band, and so many others. All you have to do is head over to podchaser.com forward slash rock talk with Mitch LaFon. That is podchaser.com. <laughs> Let's try that again. That is podchaser.com forward slash rock talk with Mitch LaFon. I'm not going to edit that mistake out, by the way. I'm going to leave that in there just for you. Uh, you follow the show, you like the show, but more importantly, you leave a five star rating with all kinds of nice comments. And between now and April, the uh, podchaser.com folk, uh, folks at podchasers.com will uh, pick a winner. In fact, they will pick two winners, and you will get a $100 voucher for custom-made picks from Omega Picks. And that's roughly 250 picks. Of course, uh, since you're customizing it, you can do whatever colors and messaging you want. And, uh, you know, more colors and more graphic designs, you know, it becomes a little more expensive. So you might get less than 250 picks, but but you still get that $100 voucher for you to uh, to play with. So that's kind of cool. And uh, on that, uh, and I don't know uh, what uh, picks uh, Leo Leone uses, but I'm telling you, he should probably be using Omega picks. I'm just throwing that out there. Here is from wonderful, wonderful European band Gothard. Guitar God, Leo Leone. We are speaking with uh, Gothard guitarist Leo Leone. The new album, 13, uh, drops on March 13th. And it is, I have to say, Leo, absolutely fantastic. You know, fans for a while got, boy, you know, Gothard's getting into being a ballad band. And then you come back with this. 
with songs like Better Than Love, with songs like No Time to Cry, uh, Every Time I Die. And, and you just go, wow, they have really brought it to a new level. Th- this could be my second favorite Gothard album. Lip Service will always be number one, but I think, I think this is number two. Uh, thank you. Yeah. So we have time to come up with number three soon then, I hope. <laughs> yes. No, but listen, you, you've got a lot of great stuff. I, I love everything you've done uh, from uh, Domino Effect to Lip Serviceness. But, but let's talk about this album. There really seems to be, and, and you correct me if I'm wrong, a refocused energy on making Gothard a rock band and a hard rocking band. I, I see. I think yes. You you see the on a, on a, on a, on, a, on the right perspective. You know, we've been touring with this defrosted too, is an acoustic album which we did. Uh, uh, the uh, our last release was like this, and then so we were touring and, and, and you know, as we did already in '97 because defrosted too is like we wanted to do the same thing as we did on the back then, and then uh, of course everybody, not only me, was like a little bit tired of this acoustic thing and ballads and 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 so. All of a sudden, everybody get back with the leather jacket. <laughs> Came back on the, in the studio with a leather jacket. We were like, huh, looks like a clear statement here. What's going on? And then I think that this, this record is great. It's rocky. The band wants to, to rock and, you know, a lot of energy on it. A lot of great songs. I think a lot of great melodies. I think we, we, we discovered, um, I, I would call it Gotha 3.0. Yeah. That's the, 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 and I think it's great. We had a, a great, great teamwork together. Especially also with the, with the co-producer Paul Lenny, which we did a great job together and brought us out a little bit, maybe from our comfort zone after this uh, this acoustic tour, and 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 which is great. I think the result we are very happy about it. How much of an impact did Corleone have on this album? Because you, of course, had Ronnie Romero do Corleone. You retook some of the songs and you made them very modern, very very metal or very hard rock. Did did the band listen to that and listen to those albums and go? Hey, why are you doing that over here? We should be doing that here. <laughs> well, I think you have to ask the band about it. <laughs> I don't know. No, I think, you know, it's just like, in fact, it's not, I don't know if it's called, uh, what I did with Corleone, maybe, yeah, it shows some stuff. We could still pull it, you know, and then the, the guys, like, I think they understood where I wanted to go a little bit, and then I think it's pretty cool, I think. That's, uh, I don't know. What, I think you have, you, have to, you have to ask the other guys if there's any influences. I always use in my last ball into my Marshall, and <laughs> the microphone is always in the same spot. Sometimes I move it just to clean it, but <laughs> but um, I think yeah, I think the energy which we I brought back with with uh, with Corleone is like and with Ronnie and thing. I think it gives a little bit of a kick, you know, and then uh, it's nice. Yeah, I think that's a nice reaction. And actually, we discovered, we rediscovered what 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 the, the rock energy we had in we got back then, you know, and, and and along the road, of course, you know, we've been we were moving left and right, and you know, just like us, I think every band that they are there since since years, you know, just like yeah, there since three decades more or less. Yeah, and it's normal that experiment experiment little things left and right and different kind of music and different style, music style. So I think that yeah. It sounds good. Right. So we got, we got everybody in the same rink again. L- let me ask you just real quick uh, on on the Corleone thing or, or the redoing of the old songs. Uh, it worked very nicely with Ronnie, but I would love to hear those songs with, with Nick. Now, of course, you've done Defrosted 2 where you did some, some of the old songs. You did, of course, uh, Live and Banging where you did some of the old songs. But do you see yourself 
putting together a, a sort of Gothard, you know, reimagined songs with the voice and Nick and, and saying, hey, this is Gothard 2020 and this is what uh, Lift You Up would sound like and uh, any time. And is there a plan for that to, to get Nick to recut some of the songs? I don't know. Uh, we didn't spoke about spoke about these things because we were working on a new record. But I think we're doing these things kind of thing live, you know, and then also we, we play some old tunes and, and some classic, got a classic when we went on stage. So so we play songs like Sister Moon or Hush or we play into songs which we didn't play for a long time also on, on, on the next coming up tour. And uh, of course we, we're making it songs like Gotha. So I think that to redo or re-record some songs with, we didn't know with, with this lineup and with Nick, we didn't talk about it, but who knows? Maybe one day we will, you know? Who knows? But then, then again, it's like, I think the comparison will be too much one-to-one, you know, with what was in the past. So I think the Defrosted 2 was a, a very good a very good idea to, to come up with some arrangement, rearrangement. But as I said, maybe maybe we could do it. I don't know. We never talked about never it. Talked we never talked about, about it. it. No. And, and we've got the old stuff with Steve. It's a good idea, though. It, it's well, a good idea. I think it is because I, I mean I, I listen to what you do with with Corleone and some of the versions that you've done with with Ronnie are just incredible versions and I'm thinking you know what Nick can sing like that too why not brand it Gothard with the anyway uh, as long as you do it any would, t- it would be great to have both things on stage that would be super awesome too it would um, on uh, January 12th or around January 12th you got married to Eka uh, talk to me oh. about. The- well, so this news arrived to Canada too. It I made it yeah. all the way to Canada. That's right. So, right. so first of all, congratulations. But, but sort Thank of the, just a just a quick comment on that. How was sort of married life uh, treating you, and, and and how did that all come about in terms of you know how long was it? Uh, how long has this relationship been blooming? And uh, you know, it's nice to see. <laughs> it's nice to see us. I've seen some of the pictures online. It looked like an, an incredibly uh, gorgeous event. So uh, congratulations on that. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I think it's a great thing which we did, and I'm happy that I found a Katerina in those in those uh, in those years, and then we spent time together, and it's a great thing, you know. And just like I like to have somebody like her at home, and she supports me, and you know, on what I'm doing, and she's very into it, and uh, what I'm doing, and, it, and it's great. And it's nice to have somebody that loves you on your side, and <laughs> not only. And not only a cat or a Les Paul <laughs> and a mixing desk. And, and it's great. And it's a, it's a great support. I, I really love this and I love her. So it's nice. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a great yeah, thing. Yeah. So, so yeah. since we're, we're covering some news, I'm going to just walk through some of the other news. Uh, the, um, the drummer, Henna, has uh, yeah. taken a break from the band, which, which is unfortunate, but also understandable, because after so many years, you, you do want to stay home and see your kids get, grow up. You do want to talk you to me. this part of your life, right? I think that's Well, you don't. And, and I talk to a lot of rock stars that never quit, never, never took a break, and they say, you know what? My kid's 25, and I never saw them grow up. So, so I can understand that there's a, a, a toll to what you do to entertain fans. And fans sometimes need to step back and say, hey, you know what? It's okay to take five or ten years and go be a real uh, family. So was that a tough decision for, for him? And, and was it tough for you to, to understand that? Is is he out of the band permanently? Or is it really just 
Give him three or four Hannah, years, and you see, you see, Hannah, it's like Hannah is. Um, he just got a second kid, right? So, so and uh, he was surfing already on the road. He was like, "Oh, I'm thinking about making blah 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 blah," and always we we had always had the feeling like, "Listen, it's the right thing to go." It's just like I mean, you are we are on the road since 25 years, you know. Just like take a break, see your kids growing, and then get this luxury, <laughs> luxury. God's given uh, gift, you know, to, to, to and, and, and enjoy that, you know, and just this. So yes, of course, it's art to don't have Anna behind the drum kit. Don't we find somebody else who's gonna do the great? It's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be the great drumming behind our, our, our back on our back that is gonna, is gonna pound this drum kit as, as, a, as a great. And we found a great drummer, but Anna is missing as a person. But you know, we know that he's home and taking care about. His family, his kids, and he's gonna enjoy his life. You know, it's not it's not called off the band completely. It's just like he's taking the time off, and it's like it's a it's the right thing to do. You know, I mean, we're not twenty anymore. When you're twenty, you're hungry, and you you and you want to go out and don't miss any any stage, any any moment on on the road, and and, and all those great things that happen in our career. But. Uh, I think you come in at one point in your life, especially in this situation, you go like, well, well I don't want to miss a minute, you know, of things. And I think there's a great song from Aerosmith with Stephen Tyler saying, I don't want to miss a thing, you know, and dedicated to his daughter. And that's, I think that's a great example, you know, just like, I think he deserved and his family deserved to have a father at home. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I agree. And, and I know too many more rock stars that have bemoaned the fact that they've missed out on that stuff and, and you can't get it back. Even if you take a break 10 years too late, you, you can't get that time back. So I wish him, of course, all the best. You do have uh, Flavio Mazzotti from, uh, from uh, Crocus, who, which turns out well because they're doing a farewell tour. So he's going to be needing a per- he's going to be needing a permanent gig soon. <laughs> Look, yeah, maybe let's see what's going on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We, are, we are happy to have Flavio on on board, and he's a great, he's a great dude, he's a great drummer. And then uh, it's nice because Swiss, Swiss help, Swiss integrity. How can I say like help each other? We help each other to to get <laughs> to get out of this little country and try to 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 play rock and roll around this world and then it's great and I think then again it's like it's a very important important thing that for Hannah we wish him the best and the door is open he can always come back now it's don't it's not gonna miss those moments with his family and then he can always it's, it's gonna be ready it's gonna be back in shape if he wanna come back it's it's uh, you know it's just like a few 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 blocks away the the, the studio and the rehearsal room so. You know what he knows what the the, the rehearsal room is, <laughs> and I think with Flavio it's a great it's a great combination we could do, and it's it's you know it's on an hour, I would say on on the same page on a musical level, and it's just like it's coming from a rock scene and a great rock band Crocus, and we toured together last year or two years ago with Crocus, and then we always had a good time, and it's just like it's great, it fits perfectly on the picture and it fits on the timing too, because Crocus, as you said. They announced the farewell tour, and yeah, it's a good it's a good step for him too, you know. Yeah, and, and Crocus is coming to North America to do some dates, so hopefully we yeah. we can convince you to come over here and do some dates. So, where does that leave you now in terms of the band? Because this album thirteen, 
like I said, is, is greatly refocus the energies. I mean, this is really, you know, I was reading one review online and the reviewer got it really right. I think it was a site called Rock Detector or something like that. And he okay. gave it a 10 on 10. And I was like, yeah, you're really? right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. I, I, I'll, I'll look it up and send you the link. But I was like, oh, you know, really? I was reading this. and I was like, yeah, you know what? He's right. And, and everything that guy was saying in the review was like, yeah, they're right. Um, do, do you now have two bands and focus on two bands and this is Gothard year and next year is Corleone year? Or do you say, okay, <laughs> now this is Gothard. Uh, Henna has to go do what he has to do. Cause he was also drumming in, in Corleone. So yeah. do, do you sort of say, okay, listen, we've got uh, Flavio in, we've got this new great album. Let me just focus on Gothard for the next four or five years. How, how do you see yourself moving forward in terms of music and projects? One project, two projects. What do you got? I'm, I'm, I try to clone myself. That's the- <laughs> well, well, there is a there. What is it? Ronnie James Dio does the uh, what you call it? Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the 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 3D whatever thing there. Uh, the, um... <laughs> no, no. I think you know. I, I'm, I'm taking it the way it comes, you know, at the moment we, we are doing this and, you know, as I said, there's two bands going and everybody has his own thing to do. You know, Ronnie is also is doing some stuff with with his own and then we're taking the time the way it comes, you know, we're taking the opportunity to do what we can. God, that is always, is always my band since day one, you know, just like, and, uh, and then uh, we try to get the best out of, out of it from, from all the, all, all the parts nowadays, you know how it is. You have to go and and do what you can when you can, and then that's what I'm doing. So I, I never step back from Gotter so far. So I don't think I'm gonna step back now because we just restart a new record and we are here to to go out on the road next 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 month. You know, I and then that's the whole call. And then see where where this tour is gonna lead us. And meanwhile, we're gonna do some festival also with Corleone, and then. Let's see. We are working on it on everything. I, I try to get to get my to get myself everywhere I can. Just like don't miss those those uh, rock and roll moment. And you know, there's still something there's still something we could say with with, with some guitars <laughs> sound. There really is now. Now speaking of guitars and stuff, you you did do uh, on and we mentioned uh, defrosted too. You did bye bye Caroline with oh, status yeah. quo's Francis Rossi. Um, yeah. which, by the way, was one of my greatest interviews in my career. He was so incredibly, um, just a great interview. Let's put it at that. Uh, talk to me yeah, for yeah. you what it was to to work with him and put out Bye Bye Caroline and 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 just, you know, Status Quo is one of these great bands that have been around for over 50 years. Um, yeah. Talk to me about that connection and what that was like. You know, I think first of all, it's amazing to work with a person like that with such a great experience. And, I, and of course, I remember being in a kit and Status Quo was already it was already out there, and went like, "Oh, that's great!" You know, I listen to the reason, the, the Caroline, this, the songs like "Don't Waste My Time" or the, the, the record "Hello" or "Cool." It was like, "Wow, what, what's great!" And I, of course, when I started playing guitar, I was like, Status Quo was one of the bands I was listening to. And, you know, this, this boogie thing is always like on a groovy on a groovy side was very important. And and then I had a chance to, to meet Francis when we did a, a Rockley classic tour with an orchestra and then was like different um, different artists on on the on the bill you know, of the of the the old tours was like was Francis Rose was like uh, Eric Basilian and then was like the Super Train guys and blah blah blah. So and then we because we knew each other from different tours we did together in different shows. 
shows we did together, but we never had a chance to 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 talk really, or you know. But then in this situation with on this Rodney Classic, we had a lot of time on a, on the wardrobe on the backstage here, so we started to 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 to, to talk and joking. He's a very funny guy, you know, and as, as sometimes I am too, <laughs> and. Uh, so we get along together, and all of a sudden I went and said, "What about we can write a song together now?" And we are here, we are wasting our time for doing nothing. Just like let's grab the guitar. And the day after he came in with the guitar in the ward, in our wardrobe, say, hey, "What about this?" And then it's where Bye Bye Caroline started. No, and while we were recording, while we were recording the video 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 clip for Bye Bye Caroline, you know, in, in the studio, we did some some scene in the studio and in London, and then. He came to me and said, hey, I got this thing. What do you think about it? Oh, I, and I went like, oh, I have, a, you know, another idea that would fit the thing, this part, you know, just like, so actually, beside the music music part that we're working like, like you would be in the band or we were working since years together, like it feels like, oh, we've been around together for a long time, but I think that the most important thing, we, we, we that, that there's a friendship going on and, and a great timing, you know, it's just, it's fantastic. So therefore, we're, we got this mysteria going, and then as soon we get more or less some lines together, with we, 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 I talked to to Nick, say, hey, we have to do this and that and that, and then Nick was also very excited about it, and we worked all together. Actually, we did it via technology using internet and using MP3 and 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 and, and this mysterious thing, and then we get it together, you know, and, that, and it's great, you know. Yeah, and uh, by the way, I found the review online here. It's from a, a site called reflectionsofdarkness.com. And here's one of the quotes that they have in their review. They said, the band has managed to create another timeless Gothard classic 27 years after existence. And it is not surprising that it's phenomenal. Huh? How's that for a review? Wow. Nice. Please send me the link. I like to read that. Yeah, that's a thank great you. link. So uh, thank you for a great compliment. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't write it. I don't. Let me, let me see if there's a name on this. I don't see a name. Also, uh, by Dennis. Is that signed by Leo Leone? No, just yeah. kidding. Yeah, it was written by Leo Leone. <laughs> that's that's strange. He has the same name as no. It's written by Dennis <laughs> Eckencotter. Sorry, Dennis. I don't I don't know how to pronounce you, but I'll I'll send you that link. But yeah. Uh, but so let me ask you just a couple more questions, and we'll 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 move on. But uh, you also cover. ABBA, SOS, and it's funny because when I first heard it, I saw SOS, and I I didn't connect that it was the ABBA song, and then I heard the version, it starts playing in my headphones, and, you know, I'm out in the forest walking the dog, and I'm singing, I'm singing this song, I'm going, wait a minute, why do I know these words the first time I've ever heard this song? And of course, oh, I go, oh yeah, it's the ABBA, Um, the the version is, the, the version is phenomenal. It's a great version. Uh, talk to me about covering that and covering ABBA because, you know, you'll always get a fan that goes, oh, they're a hard rock band covering a pop band. What are the... And yet, it's a perfect version. It is a gothard version. This has nothing to do with ABBA other than maybe the lyrics. But musically, it's a gothard song and it's a great version. Thank you. Thank you for the compliment. I think, first of all, the compliment goes to ABBA because the song is a great song. But it's interesting because... <clears throat> Of course, uh, ABBA is, I mean, they're huge. I mean, what they work is amazing. One the success of that. I mean, Apple and the Beatles, they're the guy that, the rules pop scene, and pop means popular. So that says it all. But uh, as you said, like sometimes there's a rock band and play, play this, this, this pop song or, you know, and people looking looking at you like, ah, what are they doing? Um, but the idea that was like, it's interesting because Nick came to the, 
in the studio once and he said like, well, hey, the Swiss television asked me to do a tribute to ABBA on a, on a TV shows. And I'm like, oh, it's a great idea. And then he played us the, 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 the version he was doing, right? And then I thought, wait a minute, because, and then he, he pulled this uh, SOS thing, you know, and it was like with the piano and said, wait a minute, because he had this idea to to do a, a cover album back then when Steve was around, like sometimes at the time of, of the lip service time. And uh, SOS was also one of the songs was on the table to be done. And we had an idea to bring it dark, you know, very, very, very rocking, very dark, because myself, Steve, and, and, and the guys, and also Nick was like, somehow the, we had the feeling that the upper version, there's like the lyrics would fit the music. Somehow, because it's like it's like kind of a set set lyrics that is a set song, right? Talking about you know yeah. a relationship which is like completely Over. it's on the way it's gone, you know. And there's this kind of a setting, and the original version is like have this uh, happy 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 melody, and you know, and they were like, ah, wait a minute, maybe we can we can come up come up with a with a with a heavy dark version, and that's what we did. And it's interesting because Nick pulled it like I think about ten years later, you know, and then we're like, wow. And all of a sudden, we've been very insane to do to do thing, and, and it's great. We we liked it, and it's it's great. I, I just love it. So, all right, uh, I'll finish on this. We we in fact, I'll, I'll do two more questions because you just brought something up oh. there. Uh, you, you talked about maybe doing a a covers album with with Steve, and of course, back in the day, you had you know Blackberry Way, you had uh, Immigrant Song, uh, Rock and Roll, uh, Hush, you, come Hush, right, Come Together. <laughs> You've covered a Mighty few. Queen. Would there, and I'm just throwing that out as an idea, but would you think maybe putting out a covers album and you take those songs you did with Steve, you know, the the five or six or seven, and, and make that the first half of an album and then maybe fill out the second part, another six or seven songs with Nick and sort of do a, a 50? <laughs> because that, that, that would be a... You came up with... You came up already with two great ideas. <laughs> I know. I'm, sleep tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a marketing guy. No, no, but I think I think that would be fun. I think that would be a nice way to bridge the two eras. Uh, it would be a nice way for fans. I think it'd be fun. And and anyway, and you know, then you don't have to sit down with Nick and come up with twelve new songs. You go, okay, listen, we'll do like an EP, four songs, five songs, six songs. We'll put them together. Uh, you. You know, cover anytime, anywhere, because that song. By the way, anytime, anywhere is perhaps my favorite rock song ever. That song, it doesn't get old. It is, it is a, it's perfect. It's perfect. Um, but I'll, I'll ask you this, and then uh, this is the last question I promise. But you've, you're now six albums in with Nick: four studio albums, two live albums, live banging, defrosted two, and then the other ones. Um, you are definitely in Gothard 2.0. You know, it's not just some guy replacing Steve. That you know, that that's very disrespectful to say. This is really a new band, a new focus. Um, how do you feel now, moving forward? How do you see it? Do do you see where you have to write music for the past, or is this really a new band and it has its own thing? Because when you listen to Firebirth, when you listen to Bang, when you listen to Silver and Thirteen. You go, yeah, you know what? That's classic Gothard, but it's also modern Gothard. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, I don't, I don't, I don't see a different band. It's always Gothard. That's that's the main call. You know, if you listen to ACDC, it's always ACDC. Either it's a Brian Johnson song singing, or is a is a Bon Scott song. If you understand what I'm saying, era. Let's talk it that way. 
But and he is the same thing. Got the rules went went on, and then with Nick, Nick is not is not is not the new kid in town. Nick is the, is the Gotter singer, and that's what it is. And it's great that Gotter have such a great singer that we we working good. Great, we have great time together. We're working, we're writing great songs, and we have a great time. You know, and I think that's a very important thing. I think the decision when we took the decision to have Nick on board, and it was the right decision. You know, I'm saying the same thing. Ten years later, almost ten ten years went by. Nine years went by, about. And then I don't I don't think it's a it's a new band. It's just like Gotter goes on and is is full of energy, and we are here to <laughs> we are here to to keep on on doing what we can, you know, and and that means rocking around the world. <laughs> yeah, it, it really does, and and I have to say I I'm glad that you that you decided to keep going. Uh, I I think Steve is one of the greatest rock vocalists in the history of rock. He does not get the respect from American media that he deserves, and yet uh, you listen to an album like Thirteen and you go, holy fuck, what a brilliant album! You 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 nailed it on every level. It has a nice balance of ballads and rockers. It's got great lyrics. It's got a great cover. Um, I mean, a great cover song. It's also got a great cover, actually. It, it's got <laughs> it's it's perfect. It goes to cows fighting. Everybody thinks it's good, but a cows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a lot of cows on your uh, on your stuff. A lot of bulls and cows and two cows for legs. Most of the time, you have two cows, two cows with two legs. Just kidding. No, I'm sorry. I apologize. Some people are gonna hate me for that. But nah, no, it's all good. <laughs> Please cut this. It's all good. And on that, uh, Leo, just uh, thank you and, and, and keep rocking. And, and since uh, since Gothard coming to North America to play is, is difficult, I will have to get myself on a plane to wherever, Switzerland or Germany or France, wherever you're playing, and get myself there. But, uh, folks, do go by Gothard 13, number 13, hashtag 13, pound key 13, whatever you want to call it. Album thirteen, <laughs> whatever. Just the third. You can very simple. The thirteenth album. Thirteenth yeah. studio album. So, so <laughs> whatever you want to call it, just buy it, enjoy it. It's great. Uh, and the deluxe edition has two bonus tracks, which I have to say uh, are absolutely worth it. The demo version of "No Time to Cry" and the piano version of uh, of "I Can Say I'm Sorry" are not just these throwaway bonus tracks. They're actually songs onto themselves that are different than the main album versions and are actually yeah. just they, they just add to the whole thing so so get that yeah i think it's important so to say that this bonus track you know it's, sometimes they, they call it bonus track but i think that this is a you know you could see also this song like no time to cry how the song developed during during the pre-production and production and then we thought it was a great idea to have them on on those records and say yeah please go and get it and there you go fun. Go get it, and of course, uh, you know, go to the website, check everything out, and uh, thank you for Nuclear Blast for keeping uh, Gothard going. Thanks to you to keeping Gothard going, and uh, a big, big thanks to Nick. Uh, jumping into Steve's shoes, not an easy job, and he's done it for six albums now. Uh, very well, very. You got to be proud. And uh, on that, merci, merci bonjour, merci beaucoup, as we say in Montreal. Ah, we said that. So, alors, bon, je dis merci à vous pour le pour l'interview. Oui. À bientôt, j'espère. Oui, à bientôt. And I have to say, every time I listen to live in Lugano, and I hear you say during one of the songs, uh, "We have people from the UK and from France," and then you start speaking French, I go, "Aha, he's talking to me." <laughs> il me parle. Il me parle. 
There you go. <laughs> Merci, monsieur. Bonsoir. Bonne soirée. Bonsoir aussi à vous. Ciao. Ciao now. <laughs> This has been Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. For more exclusive content and interviews, subscribe on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, and many more. Follow Mitch on all the socials, especially Twitter, at Mitch LaFon, and on Instagram, at Mitch underscore LaFon. Get your Mitch merch now at loudtracks.com slash Mitch.